I always say that there's no rule book to life. However, I hope the lessons and stories from each episode can at least provide those listening with some comfort and understanding of the less attractive parts of life, how these look, how we can move through and learn from them, and that it's these moments that make us into the person that we are. Hannah is a Peloton cycling instructor and teaches from Peloton Studios London. Prior to Peloton, Hannah was a former competitive triple jumper who trained alongside Olympic-level athletes for seven years. After she finished competing, Hannah discovered indoor cycling, combining her passion for fitness with music and making exercise fun. Hannah is also an experienced personal trainer and fitness model. So Hannah, thank you so much for joining me. Haven't seen you in... A very long time. It's been a minute, babe. <laughs> it's, it's been a minute. <laughs> it's crazy because obviously we met in, I, I don't even know what year it was. I, don't, I can't even think. But when I was 21, I was still at uni and I was working at the spin studio and you were teaching and I was on reception and it feels like a lifetime ago and so much has happened since then. So obviously like condensing, but what's been going on since then? Since teaching uh the studio that yeah. we both worked yeah. at. Well, 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 well. <laughs> I started, we'll say that. I started working at, at Peloton. So once I, they actually came to my classes at the studio that we were both at. Yeah. So we, you probably would have seen them come to do my class. They were looking for new instructors in the UK. Uh, one of our exec producers came down, did my ride. Liked what he saw, so I went through the audition process and I've now been at Peloton for just under four years, coming up to four years Amazing. in November. I'm on the bike, like so I'm on the cycling team and now recently I've just joined the tread team as well. So that's brand new. So taking what I knew from when I worked as a, as a spin instructor and now I've added the running on top of that as well. So yeah, I've been there for four years. It's Amazing. Been fun. And because yeah. you've obviously got quite an athletic background, is that something that you like wanted to get into or was it just something you fell into or do you think it was always what you were destined to do, kind of following that route? I, I obviously, doing athletics, I did love the performance side of it. I was a triple jumper. Mm -hmm. So really everyone loves, when you go to the competitions, everyone loves the sprinters. It's all about the... The hundred meters, everyone, yeah. you know, everyone's glued to the hundred. Yeah. <laughs> but I was the kind of person that when I was jumping, I'd be like, I don't care what race was starting, I'd start the clap and Amazing. I'd be like, all eyes on me for at least these 10 seconds. I want you all to watch me, not them. So I would be happy to like stop a race from starting just so I could get a clap going. So I knew I liked the attention on me. <laughs> 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 but I didn't know it would take me to to um, doing something like I'm doing but I do say that and I remember when I first started qualifying to become a personal trainer mm -hmm. I did this course it's called exercise to music and it's so you can teach do you know Les Mills yes yeah it's so you can become a Les Mills instructor okay and this is long before obviously like long before Peloton was even a thought mm -hmm. that I don't think it exists existed when I was doing my my Les Mills course but I remember we'd get these DVDs sent to our house and like I'd secretly say to myself as I was doing it I was like one day I want to be the people on the DVD like I want I want to be the main one I want to be the one on that's doing it to the yeah. hundreds of people because they're in I think it's set in if I'm right Australia and there's one instructor and just like thousands of people in the room taking the class and I was like 
had the bar on my back practicing at home like I want to do that one day I want that oh to be me so I didn't know that it would manifest into yeah. where I am now but maybe somewhere secretly it did but I think that's definitely because I always say I'm like you've just got to fake it till you make it almost and like not like you can't do it but that thing of like I've got this and no one's going to stop me from getting this so do you think like is that something that you always like from growing up for as far as you can remember have you always just had that in your mind of like nothing's going to stop me I've got this yeah 100% I don't know if it's been an only child sometimes mm-hmm. I think it is that I I don't know why. I try and think why, but I was quite a confident child, even without a, a reason to be. I, I feel like like there's a lot of things that would possibly make me to feel quite uncomfortable. I was one of the only black children in my whole school when I was growing up. But instead of looking at, at that and being like, oh, no, I'm different. I was like, yo, I'm different. I'm special. I'm, yeah. I'm special compared to everyone else here. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know why. I, I do believe I have had like a bit of a, blind faith in myself since I was quite young that's amazing and I guess like with your parents like saying you're only child like they were probably always just like championing you and like do you feel like that was something that was helpful to you growing up yeah definitely I do feel very lucky that I had my parents together and they did everything for me I had obviously had both of their attention on me as well yeah so I was encouraged to do anything and everything I I wanted to do dancing I would do art classes when I was at school I'd play every single sport going I'd just do if there was an extracurricular activity and it involved any form of movement mm-hmm. I, I'd be there or, or creative I, I didn't I remember doing like art when I was young as well but like I, I used to go to theatre school when I was really young yeah <laughs> really, like. yeah I, I love it. People know that. No, I know. I'm like musical like, theatre. Yeah, I used to Comes go. Out every so often. <laughs> I used to go to do that, and I did dancing for ages. And then, obviously, when I started doing athletics, everything just everything went out the door, and it was just athletics. That's amazing that you had that discipline to do that, though, from such a young age, or I guess at least that drive. And you're saying like that was just something you always had that like blind faith in yourself. But during that, and like even to now. At the times when, because like anytime I've ever met, you've always like brought the energy. Like it's always like the most energetic person. And it's so amazing to see. But in those moments that are harder or you're not feeling quite so energetic, what is it that like pushes you through and motivates you? Hmm. Probably what motivates me really. You're asking what motivates me. I, I feel like I don't really, I, if I'm honest, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I just know that if I've said I'm going to do it, I'm probably going to find a way to do it. Yeah. So even on days that I don't want to do it, I'll take the baby step in making it happen. Like even yesterday, I went to the gym and I did one set of squats and I just didn't feel it and I went home. Like if, yeah. I, if I really ain't feeling it, I'm not going to do it. But I feel like for me, especially... If you if we're talking about fitness, that it just I just don't get many days like that because I know that I've been doing it for so long that I know that I'm gonna feel oh, no nine times out of ten I'm gonna feel better by the end. So it's it's a win win for me. It's all, it always has been. So I don't really I don't really feel I, I hate to say that because it's I know some people struggle so much, but for me I just don't feel like anything's gonna stop me doing it if I want to. But I guess why you've been doing it so long and I'm seeing a lot at the moment across social media and everything people talk about like habit stacking. Mm. So I guess you've just like the habits that you've worked on for years and years and years like training and then getting into like work and what you do now. 
that you've just stacked these habits where it's like just healthy habits almost where it's like this is what I'm going to do today and mm. tomorrow and then I, and you just build on that and it's yeah. just about showing up for yourself every day yeah I guess as well like if we're talking about outside fitness and outside health mm-hmm. even when I was at uni I guess it's like I guess it is just that thing of being the best version mm-hmm. of yourself but mm-hmm. I did feel like this is an opportunity so I want to make the most of it like I one thing I did do, like we're talking about when I was at uni, I, I did get, a, I don't know how I got a first class degree in international business Amazing. from Brunel. Okay. Right. Okay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but like I relied on so many people to help me. I, I had friends that were, well, I had one of my best friends in, in, the, in my, we finished at different times. We finished uni at different times. But when he was there, he really pushed me and we worked together mm-hmm. to get our degrees. When he left, I found another group of people. They were, it was, it was, they were just all really clever. I just latched onto them and were like, we're going to get, I'm going to latch onto you and get through this with you. Yeah. Uh, So sometimes even if I haven't felt like I can do it on my own, I've found other people or other ways to help me get what I want as well. I love that you're saying that because this is something that like in the past few months I've really tried to think about and that's that you're, and you always hear it and your friends your parents always say it to you when you're growing up you know it's like you are the sum equal of like the five people that you're closest to so make those people like inspiring people and that doesn't mean they have to be like this that and the other but as long as they're people that you genuinely believe are good people with good aspirations that are hard working and kind like mm. then you will that's gonna is it is it that was it that kind of thought process I guess like maybe you weren't directly thinking that but in hindsight and on reflection do you think that yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah, really important yeah. if it wasn't for those people I don't know if I would have got well, def- well, I definitely wouldn't have got a first class degree no like absolutely no way we we shared notes that we all did it was like it was it was teamwork you know we all did a chapter a day and it was it, and to be honest I don't talk to any of them people anymore. In the nicest way. I don't yeah. think we, yeah. we just were like study buddies. We were like, we, we yeah. all worked hard together to get it done. So yeah, even doing athletics as well, I obviously made loads of friends. Mm-hmm. Some of my friends, like I've had friends that have gone to the Olympics. I've had friends that have gone on to do other stuff very close, like me, like closely related to sport. And I guess we were all at this young age all our friends from school would, would have been going out and going to parties. Mm-hmm. And I guess we all latched onto each other because we had this shared experience of like not being able to, to do that. We yeah. were all <laughs> spending our Fridays getting ready to run up a hill on a Sunday morning or on a Saturday morning or go somewhere in Europe to compete, somewhere really random, a random truck in Belgium yeah. to compete. So I guess we all we all latched onto each other because we had this shared experience. So yeah, just think, yeah, grabbing onto people that are going where you want to go or doing what you want to do is always, is always a great way 100%. to it. 100%. I think like going where you want to go is key as well. Like if you can, if you can genuinely look around at the people that you surround yourself with and just say like, yeah, that's where I want to go. Mm. But if you can't do that, and it's obviously easier said than done, but I think probably wise to slightly distance yourself from those people if you're looking at them yeah. and thinking, I don't want to be like that. Yeah, no, nah, yeah. That's really hard as well. Really hard. Yeah. And then, so with that, I guess, like, obviously where you are now is just like, it's so amazing to see. Like, whenever I see your posting, I'm like, oh my God, it's so incredible. <laughs> just obviously, like, where, obviously I've not, like, been a massive or at all part of the journey, but just, like, 
knowing you then and then kind of watching your journey for the past years has been so amazing. But going back to talking about, you know, like when kids your age were like going out on a Friday night or whatever it was, was that hard? And like, obviously at the, you know, at the time, probably like 17 year old you is probably going to be more like, or maybe not. Like, did you ever find that difficult? No No way. No, not, not at all. Not at all. Because I was so, I was so focused. Mm -hmm. Like the, what I was getting so like outweighed. And I, I think sometimes you have this, um, I look back and I was probably like, if anything, I was probably cocky with it. I wasn't yeah. even like, uh, I looked, I'm not saying I looked down, but I, I, I thought what I'm doing is so much more valuable than maybe what you're doing. <laughs> but when I say that now, I, I don't think that's a nice thing to say. People are just figuring themselves out and yeah. doing whatever they can do to have, yeah. like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. where your friends are. That's, that, it makes sense to me now. But when I was younger, I was like, what I'm doing and why I'm doing it is so big and so special. Like I want to go to the Olympics. I want to run. Like I want to wake up in the morning and make myself better in some way. Going to the park and kissing boys on a bench isn't going to get me there. So missing out on on all that stuff, that didn't feel like a sacrifice. I think when I started to feel it is probably when I, even when I was at uni, I still didn't mind missing out on things at uni because I was still like, I'm focusing on something quite big here. Mm-hmm. I think it's when I left and everyone starts getting, everyone starts getting jobs yeah. and, everyone, and you start feeling like you're getting a bit left behind then because you're like, oh, I'm just, I'm still jumping into sandpits and now everyone's starting careers or starting their own projects and you think, am I missing out on, am I going to miss out on steps when I get out of this? Like when I get out of the sport, am I going to be behind and obviously when I did get out I did feel that way a little bit so yeah it's uh it was sort of like flipped yeah yeah (laughs) no but that's so interesting to hear and like I've heard that from people before like who you know who've done like had similar backgrounds to you and they've said that and it's interesting that thing of it flipping but I love what you say about knowing that what you were doing was like more important because yeah okay it might be not not nice to say but like the goals that you have had like from a young age it's just so amazing to hear that motivation because it's so rare or at least like so rare from anyone I've ever spoken to about it so it's really like very powerful to hear it is that I think it's that I had I had a goal like I really I really had almost like tunnel vision like just Mm -hmm. wanted I didn't really want anything just knew what you wanted I just wanted that one thing and I knew that going out on a Saturday or going out on a Friday or f- don't I feel like everyone used to come back to school on a Friday and have stories about what happened on a on a Thursday yeah, yeah. I, I didn't I didn't do it I never went to the park I never went to the park benches <laughs> <laughs> I love that everyone, even when you say the park benches I'm like exactly what you're talking about <laughs> did like, everyone do that I think right? everyone did that <laughs> I mean, even I remember in my last year of school, like I was very much like study, 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 study. So like I had, I remember like I was coming in and being like on a Monday or Tuesday and I was like, what? Like you went out like crazy. And then the same kind of thing where I left uni and I was like, oh my God, have I just like missed out on like being a kid for however many years? But I say that, right? I do say that. But when, when you do, when I did athletics, you, you meet. Like I said, like you have all your friends that do athletics. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I was the only one yeah. doing what I was doing because I had my own little group of yeah. friends. I had a, I had friends, like one of my closest friends, she's from Stoke and Trent. Like we, don't live, we, don't even, we were like 16, 17 
going to see each other oh. because we were doing we were competing around the country with each other so we'd see each other and there was like a really cool group of athletes in Birmingham still talk to some of them that I had a almost maybe at the time an extended friendship group from doing athletics it never felt like yeah it never felt when I was younger it never felt like hard work yeah. to say no to things because I was like, well, we're all, they're all doing it, so I'm going to do it as well. Yeah. We, all, we, all want some, we all want something different. It's not, better, it's not even better or worse than the park bench crew. We just want something different. Our, mm-hmm. goals, are, our goals are not going to be satisfied by, doing, by going there. That's, I think it was just that mentality. Yeah, and I love that. And it goes back to like, surrounding yourself with people that whose goals align with you mm. and that making it that much easier because if you're surrounding yourself with people who have totally different goals that's where you're going to fall into the traps of well should I do that and maybe like the peer pressures of like going in a different way maybe to where you want to go but just tying in then obviously to the subject of the podcast what I kind of ask people is you know what's a really difficult lesson that at the time felt like maybe the hardest thing in the world for you to learn and you kind of potentially wouldn't wish it on anyone or yourself again but that brought massive value as a lesson into your life um I think doing athletics you you will like I said just then I was really cocky like I thought I knew everything Mm -hmm. and I think one of the hardest lessons I think I'm still learning it today like even when I first (laughs) came to Peloton I think I probably still held a little bit of it is that it's it's okay to not <laughs> to not know everything. Like you're allowed to start again whenever you want. It really is quite a beautiful thing to not have a clue, to not know everything about a subject. Mm-hmm. That that was quite hard. Obviously, I felt a bit older going into. I I was doing an internship when I was twenty five, twenty six. I was working at Puma as a. I was working with the design team. That were making all the sportswear clothes. Mm-hmm. Every all my other friends, all my other intern friends, they just left uni, and I've been out of uni for like three, four years. And it's sort of like humbling yourself and being like, we're learning the same thing at completely different times, but that's okay. And then I started working in a gym, and it was the same. It kind of was like, I know what I'm doing because I was an athlete. Like I was really, like, I was yeah. I spent years doing it. <laughs> but actually there were people in the gym that had done loads of courses in and they worked with bodies, like loads of different yeah. bodies. Yeah. And I think it took me a while to just humble myself and be like, it's okay to to not know everything and it's okay to ask everyone around me for help in whatever it was. I love that. That was very, I feel like, I'm sure a lot of people listening will like resonate with that. But for me, like that lesson is so valuable of like, it's okay to start again and it's okay to learn new things. And I think it's so easy to fall into the trap of, I know it all, there's nothing more to learn. But also I think like in like standard traditional jobs, I think people get really stuck Mm. and like they'll be stuck in a job. And I always say, I'm like, if you're not learning anything, like it's time to move on. Like if you're not learning something new, if you're not like, adding value into your life of course there's like mitigating circumstances and lots of cases but like if you can move on like try or at least try to teach yourself new lessons yeah because other like you know we wake up one day and you're like oh my god like you'll suddenly like feel like the start the minute you feel like you're not learning anymore it's like okay it's something we need to switch something up here it's it's really 
hard as well because I guess the more ex- there is a joy in being experienced in something. Yeah, yeah. So you think, well, I've worked hard to get to here and I've learned everything that, and it's got me to this point. It's like, well, how do you know that doing something completely new isn't going to give you a new perspective, mm-hmm. teach you something that you didn't, that you had no idea you could know? I don't know. I feel, feel like sometimes we don't think about how things can cross over. We just think, oh, it's, I learned this in my job, then that's enough. And it's like, well, I don't know, like, if you want to do karate and you've never done it before, you're allowed to go and learn karate. Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's completely fine. Yeah, I love that. Maybe I'll learn karate. I did know I said karate because <laughs> I've got no ambitions to go and do karate. I was going to say, I would take this No, 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 I don't like touching sports. Is this, like a new, <laughs> is this a new thing that you're going to be doing? I don't like touching. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I feel <laughs> you on that, to be fair. So let's talk about Peloton, like you're like working there. I remember, actually, I do remember when you got that job and being like, oh my God, that's so cool. But like, what's that? Like kind of knowing what it was, but like not really knowing. And then over lockdown, it was like, yeah everywhere suddenly like I don't think there's anyone listening or like anyone that's not heard of it was that kind of because I know that you always had like a following and it was always like like you were like a public figure but did it just kind of go nuts and what was that like I joined Peloton I think I joined at such a weird time because I got the job maybe in like summer 2019 I launched on the platform in November 2019 and then we went into lockdown by like March so I kind of had six months there like teaching not even six months and then we went into lockdown so it was like I was trying to like without really realizing trying to navigate being on my own in my flat (laughs) getting through a global pandemic and teaching to a global fitness platform I don't think I realized how big it was because we were stuck in our little bubbles, weren't we? Literally stuck in bubbles. Yeah. So I would get messages on Instagram, but I don't think, because I wasn't really going out and I wasn't seeing people, don't think I realised how big it was and how much of an impact it was having on so many people. I know I was getting a lot of messages from like people that I didn't even know still had my number being like, yo, can you get me a bike? Please, can you get me a bike? Please. I'm like, oh. no, I can't do anything. But I didn't even realise how important it was to have a bike even because I had mine, I guess. I had yeah. mine in my room. I didn't really consider, I don't think then I really considered how how big, <laughs> how big what, what yeah. Peloton was doing really was, like how big it really was until recently when people started coming back to the studio. That's like, and it's such like a crazy, unique experience because you must have it now where you're like walking down the street and someone's like, oh my God, like I do your class. Or is it not really like that kind of thing? It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I'm like, it it's must wild. be. wild. <laughs> the best is when I'm on like a night out and someone will be like, oh my gosh, I know. And they're like, <laughs> oh, I love that. Yeah, Because yeah, it must really be cool. like, because do you, you don't see anyone like from your end. No. So that's like, it's just like yes, nuts to me. Oh, you do? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't see anyone. I'm like, next time I do it in the gym, I'm like, I don't see anyone. What do I look I like? Anyone. I don't see anyone. I don't see you. But it's just like, that. it's just like so amazing. I was actually at the gym this morning and I was looking at the bike and I was like, I'm so excited. Because mm. it is just like this like massive thing. And that's really exciting that you've moved on to, on to like doing the treadmill workouts as mm. well. Like that's really cool. That's all happening. And so it's all just like very exciting. But outside of that, 
are there any other goals that you're kind of thinking about working on that you can speak about? That's that's something that is really hard because we we get uh, I feel like I get asked that quite a lot. And when I was at Boom, or Boom, when I was at yeah. when I was at Boom, <laughs> I I just really loved. I just wanted to be able to teach classes. Like, I just loved. Yeah. I just loved teaching. So when people were like, what do you want to do next? I'm like, I don't know mm-hmm. because I, I love this. I, I didn't know there was anything else. I, I know some people say like dream big and then dream bigger. I guess I didn't, I don't know. Maybe my dream wasn't big enough. I wanted to be on the DVD of the, Les, I wanted to be on the Les Mills DVD and I've got my version of that now. And I'm like, yeah. so what's next? I, I do know that I'm learning loads of skills and I've definitely got more confident in even just speaking like this mm-hmm. obviously I wouldn't I don't think I would have been able to do this like two three years ago so more more things like this more talking more more talking sitting down talking to people that maybe haven't got the platform that I that I'm on yeah so reaching out to more people to get more people into fitness is something that I that is always going to be a passion of mine but I've learned through doing this that we are basically doing a very complicated presenting job. We have to look at the cameras, find the cameras, spin the whole time, like spin up, keep our legs moving. I'm out of breath. Yeah. I'm sweating like crazy. Yeah. I'm looking at my notes. I'm looking at the clock. I'm like, we have cameras that track. We're reading out leaderboard names on a board. Now we've got members in the studio as well. I'm like, yo, <laughs> I'm doing without even realising it. Yeah. I'm like, yo, you've got a lot of, I've learned a lot while I've been at Peloton. Yeah. So it's opened a whole new world that I'm like, wow, where do I go now? It, it's mad. But I'm glad that I didn't rush and think about it too soon because I've really, like I said, during lockdown, I don't think I really realised how big it was because I've just been trying to enjoy what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I have really enjoyed what, what I still do. I, I've really enjoyed what I'm doing. It's crazy talking about like all the different things that you have to do. Mm. What was that like the first time you did it? See what you said about fake it till you make it. Yeah. I think again, and the cockiness, I think I thought I was really good at it or I think I just thought I could do it. I think they've taken it off the platform, but my premiere ride, like the first ride I've, I ever did. Yeah. I did it or I looked at it recently and I couldn't make it to the end. I was really cringed out. I was like, this is not, this is bad. This is bad. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't me now. Like it yeah. wasn't the me I am now. I was like, wow. Like, I wouldn't stop talking. I didn't have any breaks. I was clearly like, like just yeah. was up here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was up here. It's like I, I've, I'm calm and I don't know. Just like confident in who I am enough to sometimes just keep my mouth shut. Which yeah. is, mad. That's hard, but that's hard to do as well. Like I think like people like even like doing this and like constantly like checking myself when I listen back I'm like oh no like you know you're using that filler or you're doing that thing or you're doing that but that's hard like I think it people was like come so naturally and you're like oh my god when I watch myself back and cringe and like take notes and do all that like it is it's difficult you're never I'm, you're never gonna really sometimes there's some things that you just can't you you have to learn as you do yeah. sometimes you can't yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah you can't come out as the perfect like the first one is the first one mm-hmm. you, you can never change the first one but I feel like I've done enough or I'm doing I, I did enough along the way to to learn uh, uh, like to hope mm-hmm. to make myself a better instructor 
and even back then I was really doing the best I could that I was really really I was trying I was still trying as hard as I do today but obviously now with the experience behind me it's got a lot easier and Mm -hmm. smoother so yeah that I feel like to anyone listening do the first one and cringe your heart out listen back like record it and listen back or see look at it back three months six months Mm -hmm. a year later two years be like wow look at me then and look at me now 100% and I always say to people there's this like quote and I can't remember what it exactly is but it's something along the lines of like someone's looking at you and thinking that you're doing like the best job ever yeah so whatever you think about if it's something you've created or you know you're doing a podcast or it's your first ride or whatever it is something you know the first time of doing something you think oh my god someone is watching you and thinking how like how do they do it how do they do that all so it's just that perspective of faking it till you make it and having that kind of just like drive and belief in yourself but also knowing that there's someone else that is looking at you and just like cheering on don't get me wrong when I did my premiere ride I thought it was amazing yeah I thought it was the best thing I'd ever done I was like wow I'm funny I'm good I looked good I was like wow I'm so amazing but I'm sure all of those (laughs) things are true and now when I look back at you I was like girl what were you thinking you were not it was not any of those things but I'm sure it was I'm sure if I watched it I'd be like it was at the time like at the time it was it was the best I could do and I apparently appreciated but as long as like in the moment you can just get through it like I did like an interview recently and I was like I look great like I got my hair done like all this and I watched it back and I was like oh but there's nothing you can do I'm like okay whatever I was like it's done next time I'll do this and next time I'll do that and it is just that like learning to laugh at yourself a little bit as well I guess is something that like you've just got to I live I live to laugh at myself like literally live to laugh at myself if anyone's ever done my rides I don't know how any of the other female instructors stop then like I don't know how many sports bras I've got to wear for my nipples not to come through so like I look back and even like today I'll do a ride and there'll be one nipple like pointing up towards oh my god yeah southwest London and the other ones here. <laughs> no, the other ones in northeast it's <laughs> like, I'm like, so funny you say like, that because like, I said that to someone I was like I need I obviously work for a lingerie brand I was like I need nipple covers because I'm doing like a podcast and my top seat they were like see like free the nipple yeah, I was like yeah free the nipple but not when it's like skew with and yeah. like one's there and one's there like no one wants to see that I find <laughs> things that I think I find things like that hilarious I just think it's so yeah, yeah, real yeah. Like, I think I, 100% I think doing fitness as well I feel like the last thing it is is perfect that like, 100% it's the most vulnerable space I feel like every single human goes to because you're sweating, you're out mm-hmm. of breath. Mm-hmm. Like, if anything was to happen, you haven't got a lot. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're, you're in lycra. It's just all this, like, uncomfortableness. All this, like, we're asking things of you. We're asking you to think about things and, like, go into yourself. And I do feel like we get people in such a vulnerable state. If you take it too seriously, it's like, <sighs> like, I like the realness. If I look at myself on the screen, it will annoy me. I'll be like, oh, my gosh. Nipples, like, why, why is it like that? But I'll still find it hilarious and I'll be like, it's really real, you know, because sometimes you'll be on your bike or you'll be exercising and you're, you're going to trip up. Yeah. It's not that deep. Like, yeah. you, you're, you're, like laugh at yourself. Yeah. It, when you were a kid and you fell over, you got back up. You didn't like, yeah, it's so up, true. Run home and not come it's out. That thing again. of like, see, and as particularly like with the fitness industry where I'm like leaning slightly more into it now, 
there is so much like perfect out there. There's so much of that. And I find yeah. it like sometimes I'm like, that is so off-putting. So it's so nice that you say that because I think seeing more of that realness would it like encourage so many more people to like get moving, get in the gym, get on the bike, whatever it is. What advice, like, and I'm sure you have many, many, many times given it to someone, but someone who's feeling insecure or feeling like they haven't got it in them or wanting to start on that fitness journey, what advice would you give them? I would love everyone to think about, really think about, I just, uh, for me, it's it's just self, it's like love. To me, exercising is love for your body. Mm-hmm. I don't think it has to look the way that everyone thinks it needs to look. I don't think everyone needs to go to the gym and pick up weights. If you don't like it, don't do it. It's not, you, no one's, it's not by force. You've got to go to the gym. It could be like an hours walk. It doesn't even have to be an hours walk. It could be a walk outside that you don't want to do. It's just like, give yourself the respect that you, I swear that you're worthy of. Like mm-hmm. to me, it's like, there's so much worth. There's so much worth in moving your body. But I think what's annoying is how the fitness industry has tied it into a very narrow way of it being done. Mm-hmm. I love, that's one thing I, I love about Peloton. Like I do think, I do, I do actually think Peloton's sick. I'm not just saying that because I work there. It's pretty yeah. sick. But wait, there's so many avenues. We've got yoga. You can get on the tread. I hated that. I, I didn't ever do tread classes when I first got there. Now I like it. The bike, outdoor walks, tread, like you can walk on the tread. Yeah. There's... We've got shadow boxing. There's so many things to do. We've got the strength classes, dance cardio, like whatever it is. It doesn't have to be going to the gym and lifting weights. It doesn't have to be do this workout because you're going to lose this weight. It's just like, actually, babe, what do you enjoy? Because this fitness thing that we are doing is something that you're going to have to do or it would be great if you could do it for the rest of your life. It's not just for a season. Yeah. For me, exercise has outlived careers, relationships, schools like going to school friendships it's outlasted all of them to me this is the most important relationship so if you 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 better find one that you like I would just just say like it's it's love like doing this moving your body is love like I just don't like to think that anyone would see moving your body as a punishment like it's such a privilege and we're so worthy of moving our bodies in the way we want to not in the way that someone's telling us to do it think it's very special God, that was I don't think you could have put that better I, don't I love I how don't, you put no but I love how you put because it's true and it's something that I you know like I've had a few things happen in my life recently that put a lot into perspective and one of those things like for me exercise has been like a safe like could save my mental health going through everything and I was like with a friend the other day she's like oh, I don't want to go to the gym don't want to do that instead of doing that and I was like switch the perspective from mm. my I have to do this or I don't want to do this. I get to do this. Because mm. guess what? There's people that can't move their bodies. And there's yeah. people that don't have that privilege. And there's people that don't have access to whatever it is that you're doing. So if you can do that, do it. Yeah. Because you'll you'll regret that. And I love that you're saying like exercise, it's love and it's outlived all of those things for you. I remember like I've been through breakups where like I'm at a class the next day or I'm yeah. in the gym and everyone's like, how have you done? I'm like, because I love myself, like, you know, yeah. it's me and me. And yeah. this is, you know, and taking care of yourself. And like, apart from like the obvious health benefits that are scientifically proven, you know, mm. like the mental health parts of it for me has been totally invaluable. So I love yeah. that that's how you put it. Because apart from like just listing off the obvious things, which is like 
it's good for your heart health and it's good for, you know, which is all true. Mm. It is love and it will potentially outlive so many of those things. Yeah. So I just love the way you put that. Yeah. I think it can be as, in fact, it can be as simple or as complicated as you want to make it. But if you don't want to even move on a day and you can get yourself out the house and you can go for a walk, Mm -hmm. that's a a win. (laughs) Like if someone on Instagram told you that you've got to do squats with a blah 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 you've got to do this it's not true like, yeah they're just trying to sell you something trying to sell you something mm-hmm. like if you didn't even want to get up in the first place and you've gone for a fifth a, a, I don't want to put a time on it I don't yeah, even want to yeah, say yeah. a time like and you've gone for a walk that's more than everything 100% you know I mean? yeah and I'm always like if you can even like if you can get out the house walk to the end of the street or if you can go to the gym decide it's not the day for you and go back home like <clears throat> you made you made that you you at least like tried you at least got yeah. so far but it's more yeah I guess it's more the thing of just like oh I'm not bothered you know obviously yeah. there are days when like you know you can't get out of bed and it's just one of those days but if it's if you can you know like try to is. make it try to make it you know part of your routine then it is it's just amazing yeah I just think we're a bit too special to to not move move a body that we've been given mm-hmm. <laughs> if I've said it in a not in a in a nutshell in a I nutshell. think you're too special to to not move amazing yeah no totally agree so then I guess final kind of sum up question and we kind of like touched upon this with like what's next but what's coming this year like what exciting things can you share with everybody and where can everybody find you I will be on the Peloton app <laughs> love it love it love it I will be you can find me yeah. on the Peloton app I do the cycling now I do the treads as well. Yo, we keep what we do. You'll see, there's a, there's some people that always want to know what we're up to, but we keep it, we keep it tight. Well, so I've got things, we've got things coming. We've always got something coming. Mm-hmm. We don't say, but okay. trust me, it's going to be a good year Amazing. on our side. So yeah, find us on the Peloton app. Amazing. Hannah, thank you so much for joining me. Honestly, this chat is like, just put the biggest smile on my face. Oh, I'm glad. And I'm, I'm sure glad. it will. Like so many other people, you're just... You are truly like the most amazing, energetic, inspiring person. And I've really enjoyed this chat with you today. Oh, thank you. It's good to see you as well, <laughs> you babe. We've, we've come a long way since, I know. since back in the day. Back we've the we've day. made it. Like showing up to reception on like three hours. Like, hey, guys. <laughs> it was a great time. No, I loved it. It was. It was. Thank you so much again. Thank you.